Okay, you ready to start this show? Uh, your host of the evening is a really funny dude. Um, I forgot his last name, but I've seen him before and he's really funny. Uh, give it up for Mike. Coming to you live on tape from the penthouse of a partially completed commercial high-rise in glamorous Hollywood adjacent California. From the studios of Sirius XM West, boasting an obstructed view of one of LA's leading cement factories. This is The Tully Show. I am your host, Mike Tully. Joining me today, the host of the Sharp Tongue Podcast, the people's champ, the dancing queen, Jessie Mae Peluso. Hello. The dancing queen? Was that like a real... That's what people call you, isn't it? Really? I was led to believe. <laughs> Did you say a... Do I need to talk to the talent relations department? Yes. I was told I was booked a dancing queen. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say a semen factory? No, I said... You said a semen factory. I said cement. Really? It's a regional thing. Is it? Oh my God, yeah. There have <laughs> oh been, my God, yeah. That's there regional. Been, there have been people... I want to talk to you about regions. There have been... People, that's a sentence you don't hear every there, day. People are the people. I'm going to sing. There are people. Crinkle away. I'll keep talking. This is for your ASMR fans. Willy Wonka? I brought you a Do you want Oh, I brought you something. Where the fuck is it? Hold what on. What the fuck? I keep chewing. We need to make noise or we fall okay, off Okay, we're going to I'm eating chocolate. There are people who listen to this who every time I've said cement which is every other time that I've started this show, I've been like, why does he say it like that? Cement? Because there are, um, I knew somebody from... No one's saying cement. Oh, yeah. Where? Well, first of all, the Beverly Hillbillies. Really? Like, like a cement pond or something. Yeah, that's like something they would say like in the bayou. But I knew someone, I made someone cry sometime. Your at daughter? One time because I make her cry on a daily basis. She's very dramatic. I want to talk to you about my daughter, too. She's very dramatic. <laughs> It's you know, like, that fucking whole, calm down, baby. The whole growing thing. There, she was from like Modesto or somewhere in oh, central, God. central northern California. Yeah, she kept saying ce- she kept saying cement, and I kept cement? I cannot kept mocking her for it, not knowing that she was just from in her little world. That was just the way you said that. It sounds was, like semen. It's too close to semen, mm-hmm. and it makes me grossed out. You know what else? Speaking what? of semen, okay, I'll try to give you. your Oh my God! Later. Did you bring me food? It, yeah. The only thing that can sidetrack me harder than like a truck. Is food. You're very thin. I eat poop nine times a day. <laughs> I know it seems like a farce, but I eat. My, my. That's your secret? Yeah. I think I have a tapeworm. Uh huh. Tommy the tapeworm. Projectile feces. All my friends and my man, we always joke about to- we got to feed that. We got to feed Tommy. Yeah. Tommy That's the good. tapeworm. I'm glad you have managed to keep that up into what are you like 23 now? Yeah, thank you. Because a thank lot of you people. For recognizing. Talk that game. <laughs> Hanging out with Nick Kroll. <laughs> a lot of, Amazing. A lot of people talk that game, and, and, and it, it, it's cute while it works. What? Like, I eat so much. I eat so much. I literally do. And, but then, at a certain point, the metabolism no longer plays ball, and you got to stop eating. I used to it eat It won't so be that much. way for me. I remember. No, you're, you're over the hump. You're already I'm, 23 years old. I am so old. Yeah. I remember when I went from waiting tables to having a desk job, and I got very fat very quickly, and I didn't realize how many Aww. calories I had been burning. Yeah, yeah. You're probably jolly fat guy. Can mm. I ask you a question before you give me I, my snack? I told you 
I demanded a dancing queen, and <laughs> I asked the questions around here. Okay. Yeah. What? Um, where was that show from in your intro? Like the guy who? It's this is my pet peeve with comedy and comedians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you, as a host, your one job is to remember oh, and, names, and yet we've all done it. Really? You've never you never forgot a? I probably have a couple of times. For me, I probably I've, mispronounced a famous person's name. I've I've mispronounced names. I've given people wrong credits because I looked them up briefly before they went up trying mm-hmm. to be a good egg, and I found a different comedian. Like you're right, uh, you know, like oh, this chick was not on Showtime at the Apollo, and I just said that she was. Good I think credit though, I take it. I think for me personally, I've gotten lost in the nerves of trying to do my own thing. Yeah, and when I come out on the other side. I knew that person's name when I went up on stage, but I've been lost in the sauce for ten minutes. Of, right. You know, shucking and jiving up here and now, yeah. I, now I no longer remember just flat out nerves I forgot Brendan Schaub's name one time and I'd known Schaub I mean I'd known Schaub for years and I couldn't remember that's okay. his name. I said Brendan that's fine he was the only Brendan there Brendan's he fine. was already walking to the stage it Brendan was like, came to comedy rich he, he, we can make fun of him a little bit you know what I mean so I brought you give me the fucking snack yeah what is this it's just some coffee cake <gasps> You like coffee cake? Oh my god, I love anything. Stop eating my sesame cake. I've got these unnecessarily embedded memories of movie lines and quotes. Do you know what what um, no, I don't know movie what you're that's talking. from? No, I sure don't. Is there weed in this? Nope. I'm gonna go my right mo- in. My mom made it. So. Oh, it feels so. Ooh. Oh, it smells delicious. It smells like um, French toast. Do you know what the secret ingredient of my mom's coffee cake is? Oh god, I just took a bite. <laughs> I'm fucking terrified. I should have mentioned that you should eat that later. This is very crummy. What is it? No, it's crummy. It's fine. Just have it. You might want to drink something. The cake or, you your, wanna, or your mom? You might want to drink something. I don't got anything I to drink. I dare you. Drink. She's an amazing woman. Who? This is your mom or your step or your 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 No, it's my mother. Mom. My mother. I have a question. Yeah. Who gives someone coffee cake after they finish their hot beverage? Oh, fuck. I've finished. My beverage is. I'll give you a hot. You want a hot beverage? I'll give you a hot beverage. <laughs> I got your hot beverage right here. <laughs> oh, God. He's going into his dad bag. What's in that? Oh, coffee, I know your coffee. coffee's good. Yeah. <clears throat> I know your coffee's good. You don't have anything orally that I need to be concerned about, right? Well, we'll just worry about that afterwards. <laughs> no, I'm going to pour it in wor- here. I will worry about that a couple weeks out of the year for the rest of my life. Do I squeeze this button and then it opens the Yeah, sh- yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh. This is perfect. This is so ex- I'm so excited to try your coffee. You I should be excited. Zoots, it's pretty excited. Yeah. Coffee, you know, you talk about marijuana. Mm-hmm. Coffee gives me, like, bad coffee gives me bad anxiety. Panic attacks. Bad coffee's bad. I'd bad coffee have, is bad. I'd rather have no coffee. That's where I am in my life. I'd rather have uh, nothing than bad anything. Well, here's, here's a thing, though. Mm-hmm. Isn't there something to say and something special? I'm going to try it. I'm going to, should yeah. I, isn't there something special about a nice cup of shitty diner coffee? Something a little special about that. I like having it. I like the experience, but I right. have a couple sips to have the experience. I just went to a shitty diner in New York. I was back in New York for one day, and I went to one of my old spots. What diner? I, uh, Veselka. <gasps> yeah. Honey. I went there. Honey. I went there, and, Honey. I, and I bought the mug. Honey, back up. Uh-huh. Back up two stops on the train. Yeah. That is not a shitty diner. That is- No, I know. I'm joking. It's really good. If anyone is in New York- Uh-huh. Do yourself a favor. Go to Veselka. I just want to be a part of the conversation. It's terrific. It's one of the most. It's one of my. I just mentioned Veselka the other day. It's one of my favorite stops in New York. Mm-hmm. I always go when I'm there. Same. The waffle I, is I there unbelievable. The, the I see. I went. I got. I. I went like. What? What's your order? You tell me your order. I'll tell you mine. 
And then I'm going to ask you how, a process here. So I was there at 6.30 in the morning, and I still got pierogies and kielbasa. F- fucking A, you did. Yeah, right. Fucking A, you did. Mm-hmm. And that's your order? Boiled, not fried. Absolutely. Because you're not a some, demon. Some sort of gringo? Yeah, what are you, some sort of fucking, yeah. some weird rat that they're feeding in the alley? Right, what am I, going to put nacho cheese on these? What are you, I have a little ch- goddamn respect. So I had a Polish fake grandfather, so I grew up eating pierogies. <laughs> okay, so I order pierogies boiled, not yeah, fried. right. I get all the sides, the caramelized onions, mm-hmm. this, the applesauce, and the sour cream. Applesauce is the best one, actually. Applesauce is the best one. It right. adds a nice little, it cl- cleanses the palate. Yeah. The kielbasa. The hot with the cold, so nice. Hot yeah. with the cold is such a nice little, mm-hmm. you know, combination there. Yeah. No, I got a big fat wiener and kielbasa. Show kielbasa with their mustard, their house-made mustard. Yeah. A must-do. Mm-hmm. And a waffle. That's my order every single time. Every single time. I don't even fucking falter. I'm not trying anything new. I'm not new- doing one of the goddamn specials that's got like the old lettuce in it. No, but I will get the uh, I will get the Christmas borscht. They yeah, wouldn't, they wouldn't abs- give it to me. Oh yeah, you gotta go. It if was great. Got- she gave me classic New York attitude. She said we have every. I said Do you have the full menu. She said we have everything except soup. I said so you don't have the borscht. She said is borscht soup. Whoa. Well, that's a that's yeah. a that's, what I was that's a for. question for people. A side of attitude. Yeah. There's like, is is borscht my breakfast? Oh. My God. Nice, right? I love the afterthought sprinkle of parsley next to the kielbasa. We don't- look, oh, it really makes it. The garnish? We don't need a fucking garnish next to a sausage. The sausage is the goddamn garnish. Right. You remember when kale was a side bitch? Yeah. Kale used to be the side bitch on, just on because, like buffets. Because it wouldn't wilt when you put hot shit on it. Right. It would just stick. Just a slice stick. of kale and a slice of orange as if yeah. those had any bearing Yeah. What the anything. fuck what is there an orange doing next doing to my here? steak? Right. But you remember they used to decorate like at Ponderosa Steakhouse? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. They would put kale around like a fucking decoration. And yeah. now kale's like on the glow up. Kale's like, hi, I'm Beyonce now, bitch. Kale's the star of the show now. It really is. I hate to be on trend. That's one of the reasons definitely why I'm always watching like Bob Hope movies when everybody else is watching movies that are cool and current. But there's a person like you who does that to not be on trend and becomes your own trend within your group I've, of people. I've always been, I, 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 I was like that from, from the jump. And so I do hate when I'm like completely riding the, the crest of the, the wave and I'm, I'm living La Vida Kale in such a major <laughs> way. Mary Adele, a day goes by that I don't get some kale up in this bitch. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, please. Is it coffee then bite of coffee cake, or is it coffee cake then sip of coffee? It's a fair question. I would go coffee cake, and then if you really, if you're really nasty, I would do coffee cake, and then let keep it in your mouth and let the coffee cascade over it. What? Or you can just swallow the coffee cake. Have a coffee cascade over it? Yeah, cascade. What the fuck does that even mean? Cascade. It's a dishwasher. I know what the word means. <laughs> I know what this the word great. means. Okay, I have a problem. I'm going to make everybody eat coffee cake on the show from here on out. <laughs> New gimmick. Wait, okay. I mean, it's like hot ones, only stupid. <laughs> okay, wait. Let me try uh, your coffee. We're going to do bland ones. Oh, that's great coffee. Really good coffee. Yeah, thank you. Thank that's you. really great coffee. Thank you. Just made it. What do you? What's in it? Tell me what's your secret. Coffee, beans, water, and milk. That's really good. You know what? These two together. Really good. You and your that. mom need to open up a little shop where we're this saw, is all saw, you serve. Yeah. This is all you serve. Mm-hmm. No more catering really to people's co- wants and needs. Does my mom make really good coffee cake. Really good coffee cake. And you know what? Because she she made that for um for her grandchildren. She sent that across the country for her grandchildren. My son loves my my mom's. This like, thing went through fucking customs. I'm eating a cake that went through TSA. It's been X-rayed and shit like that. Shit. Yeah, right. And uh, it's been dusted. Oh fuck! 
But yeah, she made that. My son loves the coffee cake, and now the little the little baby. Now that she's eating like solids, yeah. it turns out she loves the coffee cake. So as I said, that was made with a special extra grandma ingredient. It really is um, something delicious. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna it's I'm gonna savor it. I know hold it's on that, that good. I'm gonna savor it. It'll. Stay good for forever. Wait, I was just going to tell you something. I was saying, you know what? What did I say? I don't know. I'm going to ask you about regions when you're done, though. Um, It was something about, like, uh, I don't fucking know. Okay. You'll come back to it. This yeah. is why you got to make notes. It was something about coffee coffee cake and shit like that. Oh, wait. Yeah. I said, stop eating my sesame cake. Do you know what movie that's from? I have no idea. Congo. Really great cinematic feature film about um gorillas that go crazy in the congo and they're like really fucked up and i think tim <coughs> did one of them get shot burton up with something to it. make it yeah they get like all Wait, jacked tim burton up was in it not tim burton um, tim, tim robbins t- there's another famous tim not t- yeah maybe tim robbins tim roth tim allen tim <laughs> whoa tim. whoa somebody's good with a little bit of movie trivia i think it's tim robbins mm-hmm. here's what i wanted to ask i remembered see so you're right i have a proposition for you mm-hmm. i don't know we're both like crazy biz like crazy biz between yeah. kids i have all these you're, dogs you're more busy than, than we're I both have. equally busy in different areas well okay. i'm always sitting here waiting for you to come by so i feel like <laughs> that was a nice way of saying i'm always late which i'm working on um which you should and so am i yeah i'm better i'm not all the way there and and the better you get the better it gets yes for sure it for flows sure. better through the day don't you think mm-hmm. we should do a podcast together yeah of course okay yeah, duh. We should. Mm-hmm. That's another thing people out there have been saying in the streets. I'm going to go back into this. Six bag. people are like, hey, people's champ. Wouldn't it be funny if it was just my ploy to get you to feed me? <laughs> There's plenty more coffee cake where that came from. After you give Mom's me coffee gonna... cake, I'm like, we should do a podcast. Mom's going to be in town. Uh, the the grandparents are going to be in town starting tomorrow, and oh, it's just going to be baked good of Palooza. Oh, every, that's the best. Let every... them make it fat. Every morning, Fatty Mikey we, Tully's we, coming back. We eat uh, <laughs> Tubby Tully. <laughs> we eat healthy breakfast every day, but not when Grandma and Grandpa are in town. It's mm. going to be so. I just saw them because I was back in Jersey for twenty five hours, and they mailed the coffee cake and made me get on a plane with a three pound burlap. I sack saw of, you post that. Ham. <laughs> does that? Oh, it's probably. Is it? Does it have preservatives? Did it last through the flight? Yeah, it's like smoked and shit. It's good Wh- forever. Where? What town in Jersey? I'm from Rutherford, New Jersey. I know Rutherford. Which is just next to East Rutherford, yep. which is where Giant Stadium is and where the- it's right outside the city. I don't know what they call the arena anymore. It's just outside the city. Just outside the Lincoln Tunnel. Just outside of Midtown. Mid-time, mid-time, I'm playing Point Pleasant yeah, that's so in short. September. Right. Okay. So maybe if you're around, if you're visiting home, you can come and hop on. I wish on. I got back there as often. I'm afraid to do comedy in New Jersey. You should be. Yeah. They're savages. Jerseyans well, are savages. They are. They're, sa- they're and I'm honest not, and brutal. I'm not like them. Well, we're learning more and more how much you are like them. Like if I, I think if I really dedicated myself to doing, I, I'm told Chris Gethart just did a whole special. You know him if you saw him. Um, he's just not that into you. No, that's Greg Barrent. <laughs> well, you see how the int Gethart. Sure. You'd int. know, you'd know. I know that name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's had like pretty interesting TV shows and stuff. I don't think of him primarily as a stand-up guy. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. Can I Google him? Yeah, go right ahead. Chris you'll know, you'll know him as soon as you, as soon as you see him. Don't tell me what I'm going to do and what I'm not going to and do. And I guess he's from Jersey, and he did a whole thing about introducing Jersey to oh, the yeah. world and making Taylor Ham jokes I and know stuff Chris. like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know Chris from New York. He's talented. Sorry, Chris. I just had a moment. <laughs> so this is where I've been trying to go regionally with with you is 
we mentioned the last time you were here several weeks ago that you and Sam Tripoli are from uh, upstate, upstate New, York. New York. He's 607. I'm 315 for life, bitch. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> Who let the witch in? I, I don't know all that much about upstate New York. Okay. Here's, here's what I was going to Upstate with New York is the same as Jersey, but go. Right. And I know that you and I talked about this in some depth many moons ago, the first or second time that you were on the show, but. I'm covered in crumbs. All of the... I should have told you when I gave you that not to eat that. Holy shit. Then... I look like a pigeon over here. Like, you know, what's the deal with airlines? Mm-hmm. Like, if everybody's looking at the same thing, all of the jokes have been made because there's just so many outlets and my God, I'm tired of... I, I get, like, kind of like... Like, I'm tired of seeing posters for new stand-up specials. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing. And I'm absolutely... I thought the same thing yesterday. And I'm absolutely tired of following comedians on social media, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's my choice. I'll I'm, do a show with somebody. Okay, now we're follow friends it's... and stuff like that. My feed is my feed. I didn't need to do that to myself. But, like, there is no way left to be like, ha-ha, I'm going to make a little joke, but really what I'm telling you is I'm going to be in Topeka next week. Like, I'm fucking sick you know, of... I'm sick of comedy promotion. You know who's good at it? Who? Amir K. Yeah, I Amir mean, K. You know he's found a way to make promotion pure entertainment, and that's what you got to do. Yep. You really have to. I I don't. I can't say that I follow him. Not nothing personal against him. He's been on the Jason Ellis show a few times, and that was the primary reason I think Jason was. I think he was pitched as a guest, so Jason did his due diligence on him as a potential guest, mm-hmm. and was so attracted to the way he promotes himself. Yeah, he's so, he, Amir's very smart. Mm-hmm. He's always on, but maybe that's just because him and I don't have a deep friendship. He's very funny. He's very fun to be it's around. Funny people who are always who are always on. What's... Not, not everybody. I mean, I, I, no. I've... Some people. Some people are right. Yeah, they're just on all the time. Like it's there's, exhausting. There's a guy, but some of them. It's some he, of them. He's it... not exhausting. I'm just saying some people like that are. And some of them, it seems like you can see it comes from a place of insecurity. Yeah, and, and that they feel like if loved. they're not constantly trying to entertain you, that they're like they don't belong in the room. They're or not they don't, good enough. They're not valid. And those people. It makes me uncomfortable because I've been around long enough that it's like I see through this. Yeah. You're not the life of the party. You're actually like a uh, you're the exact opposite of what you're yeah. portraying. And, and it's, it's uncomfortable. Not, it's contrived. But then there's other people for whom it really just seems like that is who they are. Do you know Rob Hubel? You know that I name? Do, you know I him do. if you saw him. You can look and him I'm up. And I'm thinking of Rob Riggle. They sound like they came from a. a they came from the same place. Yeah. Uh, They're both improv guys rocks. from New York. They came from a quarry. Yeah. No, they know they sound Ribble like, and rubble. They're like fraggles. A ruble. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're fraggles. Right. They're, so, they're types of fraggles. Just go with Rob Riggle because it's close enough. We'll go Rob Riggle. But I'm talking about Hubel. Hubel is a guy who every single time I've seen him, you'll, he's in tons of movies. You'll know when you see him. He's okay. on Children's Hospital. I know it again. He's in the new delightful Netflix series. Ruble. Um, Medical Police with the- Oh, yeah. Um, with, yeah, with the insanely delightful Aaron Hayes. Uh, Abominable Pictures made that. Abominable Productions. I just worked with them on a on a podcast. Oh. They're great. Yeah, they were very excited about it. It just came out last weekend. Name drop away. Yep. Great job, guys. Congre- congratulations. So, Hubel, like- Hubel. I, I put rubble. <laughs> every time I see him, he does something silly, and it comes so naturally. Oh, yeah, he's so funny. He almost doesn't even seem to realize that he's doing it. We we rapped with him on the Jason Ellis show a week or two ago. Was he fun? And He's always fun. I love- I love. Okay, Rob and Paul Shear. Paul Shear's very talented. Right, right. And, they, and yeah. they did a TV show years and years ago together. They were, along with Mark Hoppus of Blink-182, the only celebrities- who were stupid enough to agree to do a TV, a radio show that I tried doing on Sirius like 10 years ago. It's called 120 Ounces. And the whole thing is everybody drinks 10 beers while we hang out. And That's funny. Shubal and Sheer came by and got got really fucking hammered. And then we- 10 uh, beers? 
And then we we like crank called David Blaine. Like he's fucking he's game. Do you know? Quick side note: David yeah. Blaine story. Carly Aquilino from Girl Code and I were on tour and we were getting massages and she was in the other room next to me. And in the middle, like 30 minutes in, I heard all this commotion in her side, Mm -hmm. like a door open and a man's deep man's voice and Mm -hmm. like women sort of scuffling and then the door slamming. And I just went along with my massage because I'm that bitch. And then I came out and Carly comes out and she's all flabbergasted. And she's like, David Blaine just walked in on my massage and looked in my asshole. (laughs) I mean, not like he looked in her asshole, but she gets massaged naked. So basically, they like walked in in her room, freaked out because he was in the wrong room and oh, left. And she just tweeted about it. So that's why that's funny. I got some Blaine encounters. Some Blaine encounters are the third kind. Kind of. But wait, Ruble, was there, yeah. t- did you write, did you button that little story up? No. Okay. I, I never do on this show when you're here. Uh, so I feel like that was a jab. Hubel, take it however you care to. <laughs> Hubel. <laughs> Uh, was uh, it, uh, this is just one of many examples I could point to. We wrapped the interview, and Kevin Kraft, who's the third person on the show, had like a travel coffee mug or whatever out there. And Hubel, while he's like, okay, guys, good to see you. Where am I going next? Does this thing with his fingers where he's pretending to drop a little poison yeah. into yeah into Kevin's Bill Cosby drink. the coffee. And it's like he... He made no reference to it. It almost seemed like he did not know he was doing it. It was right. h- him riffing and being silly is so instinctive. It just comes straight from his soul. Like you could wake him right. up in the middle of the night and he would do a bit. I think I'm And some like people that. might find that amusing, but I think that he does it in such a low key way that it doesn't feel like he's trying to. It's not obnoxious. It's, is it's that, am I like that? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Well, you have more of what I consider because he's more of a of an improv guy. I yeah. remember another time I struck. I, I kind of know me. He, he definitely recognizes me. I don't think he knows my name. Humble brag. And I uh, yeah, watch yeah, out, hey. everybody. Rob Riggles knows R- Tim. A guy who Tim a, guy, a guy Mike Tully. <laughs> like Rob Riggle kind of knows Mike Tully. <laughs> I just stuck out my hand <laughs> to shake his hand, and he just stuck his hand and clasped my forearm. I like that. Like people would have like would have done in like medieval yeah, 1800s. Times. He just did that and kept walking and he didn't like like ha look at that silly thing that I did. He's right. just like oh hey nice to see you and kept going. He's like that all the time. Yeah. I find it very delightful but it's a very improv thing of where it's a, a bit. You're more like the stand up people of where it's this muscle you can't stop working <laughs> out of. <laughs> it is. Of, I can tag that. I can tag that. Yeah, I can tag it that. It is. Yeah. It is. It's like a it's almost like you're just kind of working out all day long. Right. Your brain is, especially when you're in the process of like writing or yeah. preparing for a special, it's yeah. nonstop. No, you're in that mode. And I'm like, a, when I get home from the radio show, I think, I don't know if my wife would agree, I think I'm pretty good about keeping it mostly to myself, but I'm like a, a toy where the battery is running out. And you're like, I'm so used to <laughs> you say something and I riff off of that that is very very hard for me and i i tend to kind of busy myself with work and stuff for like 20 minutes or so before i go home so i'm not that guy when i get so you home. need to decompress i definitely need to com- decompress after the radio and i'm not like misanthropic it's not like oh and then i need to go in a dark room and i can't talk for hours and hours i'm ready to hang out but like i've been playing tennis you hit me the ball yeah. i hit the ball back at you i've been doing that for hours and i can't miss it yep. sounds really fucking awkward on the radio no, if you yeah. say something and I just don't say a goddamn thing. So I'm like pretty good at I return serve, maybe not the best joke, but I return serve pretty consistently. And now I come home and you're like, so, you know, I, I went to work today. I'm like, work, work. Oh, I feel like Robin Williams. <laughs> oh, well, think about work as well. Oh, oh hi-ho, hi-ho. <laughs> that was really funny. You might want to try my, it on stage. I don't think my wife agrees. I tried I'm the what? same way after, like when I come 
you know, especially if I did an hour on the road, yeah. it takes me a couple hours to decompress. Yeah. That's why I'm always like watching movies or something. Like it takes me a while to shut the mind my off. Sesame cake. <laughs> Stop eating my sesame cake. <laughs> what did you This say? is my process. <laughs> Someone out there listening will know the Congo line because it's such a ridiculous line. Wait, the Congo line. It's a, it's a classic movie line. It's a very famous. It's a very famous <laughs> movie. I'm sure everybody recalls it was the biggest hit that year. When multiple it Academy was each, Awards. Oh God! I mean, inspired a Broadway musical. It's still Congo. receiving <laughs> awards right now. It's, oh God! <laughs> okay, look, look, look. Here we go. You keep talking. Let's do a podcast where we both actually get a full night's sleep before we talk because I like it. Can we please? Uh, yeah, what's your plan? Pitch me on something. Mr. Homoka. Well, stop eating my sesame cake. <laughs> I love how that... Tim Curry! How that absolute nothing delivered for you again. <laughs> Mr. Mocha, stop eating my sesame cake. I love Tim Curry. What can, Tim Curry, I had such a fucking lady boner for him in... When I was younger and Rocky watching, Horror yeah, show. and I, it was such a really, yeah, and I didn't, I wasn't of the Rocky Horror Picture Show era. I'm never seen much younger. Uh-huh. No, no, you are. Yeah, you're twenty. So it was a reboot. Yeah, right. Well, not a reboot, but it was like a re-showing. You know how they always do that and midnight showings. Yeah. yeah, I didn't get it. I didn't get the. I'm not sure there is anything to get. Yeah, it was really weird and bizarre. But I was sexually attracted to him. I also was sexually attracted to him when he played the devil in Legend with Tom Cruise. Great fantasy film. I don't know if I've seen that. You don't know fantasy films. Is this where I've friendship ends? Fantasy? Tell me more about that. I don't know if I've seen. I think I've legend. Seen legend. I think I've seen Legend. So good, Tom. I'm Cruise. at this point where I just watch things and I can't even recall if I watched. You got to watch Legend. I got to get these fucking children out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> they just take all of my bandwidth. All of my bandwidth is in the present tense. Oh God, I can't that's hold exhausting. On. I can't hold on to things. Oh man, I don't. Yeah, I got to figure it out if I'm going to have a kid or not, Tulls. I don't know. You should do it. Really? If I'm Twenty three. I know. I'm not a spring chicken anymore. I'm almost in my mid twenties. I I'm gonna freeze my eggs. I'm gonna freeze them in Syracuse because I feel like they'll stay colder and they'll stay fresher because of the climate. Yeah, just leave them outside. Just put them in my mom's backyard. Right. I definitely recommend. But uh, it's easy for you to say it didn't come out of your womb. I'd like to think my wife is comfortable with her decision as well. well the second one is such a fucking fire. Let's see what she says. Here she comes. What's her name? Uh, Sawako. Sawako. That's a beautiful name. Thank you. Damn, yeah. it sounds like she owns a tribe. <coughs> She's a leader of a tribe. What's, I it, love... do, what's it mean? Do you know? Such uh, a racist thing it to is ask. Super duper. Yeah. What does Jesse name mean? I, um, one. It who, means one, delicate spring it flower. Means one who farts after meals. Um, Sawako. Sawako. S a w a k o. Beautiful name. Um, yeah, she's a beautiful, beautiful lady, beautiful person. Mm. This this daughter of mine, I actually wanted to talk to you about her. Oh, she's, shit. She's very much, she's a girl. Yeah. It's really already coming out. Let her be a girl. I'm, let her be a girl until she's like 18. Within reason, I will let her be a girl. <laughs> That's good. That's a good dad. Because there's just certain things about her, and I, I always say that we. It, it sounds so great when people say we put these gender roles on kids and it's foreign it's like that sounds great until you've actually spent time with a child boys are boys and girls are girls there's exceptions but for the the, the vast majority you give a little boy an anything and he he'll destroy it this one she's she's obsessed with shoes she wants to put everybody's shoes on all the time she shoosh shoosh she says shoes because she can't do oh, God. 
She can't do I'm two. I'm ovulating just two, from that. You're, I'm ovulating from your impression of her saying she, shoes. She can't do two consonant sounds in the same shoes. word. So everything is right, just Right, so like it's either shoes. Dada, mama. Right. Shoosh. Shoosh. Yeah. <gasps> oh, God. I may yeah. just felt my body m- m- release the egg. Mucka mouse. Mucka mouse. This morning she wanted to watch Mickey Mouse. Mouse. She wanted to watch Mickey Mouse. Mucka mouse. Mucka mouse. Mucka mouse. But she loves shoes and she, I think she likes the idea of wearing a bag, but she doesn't quite get Whoa. what it is. So all she does is take everybody's underwear and stick it over her head and wear it around her neck. I wonder if that's telling because that's like the worst child's toy ever. They tell you that right out of the but Don't gate. let kids wrap things no around bags. their neck. Bags are bad for babies. I mean, that's... that's no, I know. We all know that. You can see that. Well, she just wears She's underwear. She's a rebel. She wears underwear on her head all the time and well, she wears... I do that too. Popcorn containers on top of her That's head. right. At the movie theater. Yeah. I've seen but, meth heads do that in alleyways. But it was cool. The other day, I took her into, <laughs> uh, I took her to a playground, and she's, she really likes getting dirty. Like she's still that kid who wants to like pick up rocks and pick up sticks and hand them to you and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm like, this is what I want. Yeah. I'm never going to deprive you of that. Like I'm not. You're not going to girl it out of her. Fucking take you to the American Girl store. No, do not. That is Please not don't. going to fucking happen. Please and don't. And I just saw a pretty well-known comedian. It was a, sort of a friend of mine. Ran into him at the Grove. What was that? I'm, I'm name dropping without saying his name. What just came out of you? Well, as long as we're all talking about all of Who our high-level connections, I'm okay. not going to say his name because he was taking his daughter to American Girl. And I was like, Pfft. Joe Coy. No, it was not. I thought I overheard him in Target yesterday morning, but it was just a loud Hawaiian guy. <laughs> Joe Coy's voice is just I thought I heard so him. distinguishable. No, I thought I totally Who heard Who is a him. friend? I'm not going to say, but he- because Can he, I guess? You'll never guess, and it's not his that daughter. exciting of a payoff. Ugh. But he was taking his daughter there, and I was like, okay, you guys fell in the trap, you know? Yeah, it's The just... Sarlacc has to eat. Somebody's going to fall in there. But I wonder what you would do if you took two kids of equal ages, toddlers, a boy and a girl, in a room filled with toys, mixed, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, gender-assigned toys, according right. to how toys have been marketed. Yeah. And you just sort of sprinkled them out throughout the room, mixed them up, you know, not girl toys per se on one side and boy toys on the other side, mm-hmm. mixed in. I wonder <laughs> if it would be telling or completely sporadic about which toy each toddler chose first, whichever one they went to first. If that's something you can say is an indicator if of you the somehow gender. cruelly, inhumanly withheld toys from them until they were like one and then just dropped them down in a room where right. they had both, I don't know which one they would go for. My daughter definitely responds to a lot of boy toys, but it's because she thinks that her older brother is the coolest dude ever. Mm-hmm. And so when he's flying Star Wars Lego ships around, she wants to grab a Lego and go, shh. It's just an interesting thing because it goes to the whole nature versus nurture thing. But if you think of it as, you know, humans before we had houses and plastic things, what did babies play with? All babies played with rocks. Mm-hmm. All bla- babies played with sticks and stones and yeah. trees. <sighs> So it's almost like we've, maybe there is something to us swaying children towards one gender identity versus the other because of the marketing. Well, for one thing, you know that childhood is a recent development. Things were not allowed to be children as soon as you had anything to Uh, to give. You had to grow up, right? I think it's like a Victorian thing where there was it's a, you just follow the money at all times follow the right. money there was just enough wealth 
in the society that middle class people didn't have to send their kids to go work in factories wow. as soon as their fingers worked. Never thought about that. So, Childhood being a luxury. And so all of a sudden, well, we'll get a tree and St. Nicholas is going to mm-hmm. come by and give you an orange and that's Christmas. And, and pi- then- <gasps> we could afford a pineapple this year. Marzipan? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy that pineapples were like a sign of fucking wealth? Well, but they were, they, they probably were because they were- They were hard to get. Yeah, they weren't growing they were, in no, they were, Manchester. Right, they were indigenous to where they were from. So you had to get them over there. But, yeah, you had to get them in a specific area. Right, so childhood- where that was. Childhood is a recent thing and probably Joe Koi country. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I never thought about that. Um, that's a really interesting and very smart insight. Um, Tully. I just read stuff. I just regurgitate. I think shit. sleep is important. Um, they're thought to have <sighs> originated in Brazil or Paraguay, mm. and they were discovered by Europeans. Shocker. Well, they weren't discovered by Europeans. They were first discovered by Europeans in really? 1493. The Paraguayans had no idea that the most delicious fruit on earth was growing on gigantic, beautiful trees in their backyard everywhere. According to Google, white people have discovered everything. Oh. Lutheran missionaries. And here I was introduced- getting down on my team. <laughs> Lutheran missionaries introduced pineapple to Australia in the 1830s. Oh, yeah, those free-swinging Lutherans. Isn't that so wild? Like, yeah. I never even considered childhood being a luxury Mm -hmm. based off of your societal class. Yeah. There's still, like, primitive peoples where the, you know, six-year-olds are just picking up, helping pick up the wood. Yo, you remember hearing the story about the... um, like one of those primitive tribes. I don't know if it was Amazonian or wherever, like deep in a jungle where the reporter went just a couple years, like last year, went to like go take photos with like showed up on a boat on oh, the, the missionary guy. The missionary guy yeah. on the shore and they just dis- just yeah. murdered him. Rogan does a big bit about that. Oh my God. Maybe that's where I uh, originally heard it from. That's mm-hmm. so wild. And that's like in the present times. It's still going on. There's still tiny little traces completely of, untouched by technology and, and evolution and, and or, i mean industrial right. revolution and at a certain point that's why even their government which has much far more limited means i forget what country it was than you know like the uh, is india i think it might have been india. yeah it was india you're right and india's government is like currently trying to get like running water and toilets everywhere india's, holy india, hell india's a big place like they can their government can only do so much they have only so much of a of a tax base but even they um were like we have made the decision that we're just going to leave them alone. They're too far behind. They don't want us. If we if we go near them, we'll probably give them diseases. Why do you think countries like that, um, compared to how America has evolved, why do you think they have not evolved in certain areas compared to us? What do you think you, what would you attribute that to? Well, based on what little I know, America has um, massive natural resource wealth. So America had that to build like off of oil, oil and wood, wood and, and, and shit coal. Like that. Yeah, we make sick pop songs and Coca Cola and yeah, stuff like that. We got pizza. You know, I was thinking about the export thing when I was traveling. Um, we think of America as being this thing that exports. You know, we sell people cars and Coca Cola, and we don't do that anymore. The crazy thing is, we really fucking do. It's just things that don't create jobs. I was going all over Europe, and Airbnb's fucking huge. Google's fucking huge. Well, they create jobs, but those jobs are outsourced to India. Yeah, and, 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 They're all and, call centers. And the scooters, you know, like Lime and shit like that, they're out there. Are they? Uh- but Ford used to keep whole cities in work. Yeah. How many people need to work for Lime? 
for Lyme. So it's That's crazy. True. And so well, the it, jobs it, have ch- have shifted from manual labor and skilled labor to yeah. in, in manufacturing. They don't need to. They don't need to fact. They don't need to factory these things. And so because we won't work those jobs for that amount of money. On whoever's making the it's, Lyme it's scooters. The labor, it's, a, it's, it's the labor. It's the here. slave labor that happens. I mean, slaves a strong word. Well, it's a, it's a pretty bit, child slaves. It's a pretty broad term for China's labor force. Because my wife manufactures in China, and it's not children or slaves. Really? Oh no! My what God, percentage no. of manufacturing laborers are children, though? I mean, I don't. There's a joke that kids know. make iPhones. She, I know there is the joke. She wanted to actually go over there and film some documentary stuff to put in her website to show people that it's a misinformation. At least where she manufactures, every it's clean and everybody's happy, standardized. And, and people, the, for the most part, these are people who have been lifted out of poverty somewhat right. recently. Their, their parents, or at least their grandparents, were poor dirt farmers. Yeah. And now they're living like kind of the American dream. It's just the Chinese dream. Yeah. But then the whole tariff thing happened and it became so poisonous that she has to kind of de-emphasize. She was just about ready to stop de-emphasizing. I don't want to go down this road again. She used to manufacture in LA and then it got really expensive to manufacture in LA. And by the way, manufacturing in LA still meant Mexicans were making things for Korean owners. Yep. So made in L- and wow. so made in New York didn't mean, I'm sorry, made in America didn't mean what she thought wow. it meant. So she finally, because she wouldn't, as much as people say they care about Made in America, nobody was voting with their dollar for Made in America. So when she finally did not go out of business, started manufacturing in China, all these people who cared so much did not stop buying her shit. Nobody gave a half of a fuck. Yeah, about that, it. It, because it sounds oh, great, but God, nobody really exactly nobody really on. cares about it. Nobody right? gives a fuck. Everybody everybody wants a hashtag. Nobody gives a fuck about the whales. Nobody gives a fuck about any sort of yeah. Uh, you know, even like child labor. People want to have an Instagram profile people want things to be right in the world and don't want to see injustice but aren't willing to and i'm put their boots to the ground yeah aren't willing to adjust their their you know the flight shaming thing everybody wants to save the earth but not if it means that they can't fly on vacations 150 and i say this to somebody who went to new york and it's been kind of troubling me as somebody who went to new york for a day recently yeah like how necessary was that well it's becomes necessary because we're a product of our current society and it goes back to that whole like you know missionary showing up on shore of a society quote unquote i mean it is a, they have their own society it's just not um it hasn't evolved the way we've evolved but because of how we've evolved in this culture our means we're all living outside of our means yeah. and outside of the means of our immediate health like the the ecosystem around us right the way we're living we're infecting ourselves it's unsustainable it's we're living an unsustainable life right right and and it's interesting that we look at a culture or a group of people like that tribe i I don't know what they're what they're called as barbaric if anything aren't we the real barbarians well there's something to that because i Mm -hmm. doubt they're living an excessive life i'm pretty sure they're waking up and they're it's a function. Everyone has a job. Yeah. And if you act out of line, you're going to get fucked up. And I, I'm sure the women's rights within those smaller sexes might be lacking. Might, might be lacking. And maybe that's the payoff for us having an evol- evolved society. Women don't, you know, slapping a woman isn't okay. But it's just interesting Agreed. that whole barbarian. It's a fine line because mm-hmm. it becomes down to the fact of what. Well, what is a barbarian? What do you define that as? Yeah. So it's just interesting. Yeah, well, most of the things that we, you know, like you watch movies where there's like monsters and because mon- monsters are 
evil things that are here to like take over the world or destroy the world or something like that. Like we are monstrous in the regard that we're doing things that most right thinking people can agree are, are not sustainable, yeah. but because we've outsourced the brutality of the ramifications of yep. flying or plastic That's bags. That's interesting. We've or outsourced, yeah. It's like we're this different cold sort of, I've thought about that. You could do a sci-fi allegory twilight zone kind of thing about humankind where it's like a lot of big words. What if the what if the monsters just show up and are buying things online and out of a catalog, and they don't have to be like salivating with huge fangs? They're just like, hey, they're just living their life. Like, hey, this isn't so bad. And they're oblivious to the the repercussions of of what they're doing. And it's crazy too because I think uniformly, almost always, when I have traveled somewhere where people lead 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 a simpler life, and I hear this from other people who've traveled like Africa and stuff like that, it's almost like. It is a more money, more problems thing. Like people Absolutely. who people who don't have anything are, had it right. are super hunky dory, and people who live in the richest richest countries have the highest rates of depression, highest rates of suicide. Oh. So it's like it's not even enough that what we're doing is unsustainable and dangerous, and that there are victims of our lifestyle. It's not even making us happy. No, it's, it's actually not. making us more unhappy. Have not, want not. It's right. that whole Buddhist approach. But I that's want a tough to, approach to take when you got cell phones and Teslas when, and all these, you know, fancy snacks coming at you once across you get the a, table. Once you coffee get a taste cake. Once coffee cakes flying around. Coffee cake is just abundant in your house. So you asked what, what made Africa, uh, America wealthy. I think there's a couple things, right? There's there's the natural resources. Yep. There's the lack of a military threat. Pre- right. 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 With all due strong, respect to Mexico course. and Canada. And then so we, we had the oceans. luxury of evolving because of the safety factor. Right. And then I think that the timing was right, that as um, Europe was in shambles after World War II, right. we were just kind of finding ourselves as an industrial nation. Yeah, we were building. And, and then we had a big baby boom. And that's another thing that everybody likes to get out their pitchforks about, like, well, China this, blah, blah, blah. The, to a great extent, Economists can just look at birth rates in different countries and can predict who's going to rise and who's going to fall relatively. And what's going to happen? Relatively speaking, if you have lots and lots of young people of working age and you have very few old people that need to be fed but can no longer contribute anything to society, you're in much better shape than if you have the opposite. America had this baby boom. There was shit tons of labor and the other countries relative to us were not doing well because they just been I'm going to completely ignore how you are blotting your face and what the fuck are you getting off of it I don't want to talk about, I wasn't going to say I don't want to talk about what you're doing I want to talk about what you. what it's yielding <laughs> I'm degreasing my face I'm a very greasy Sicilian and I'm listening to you talk and I thought it cuz you were making I don't think good- you're Sicilian I am Sicilian. I was making a peluso. It means very hairy in Sicilian. Google it. I was, you were making, <laughs> you were making really good points. Right. And I thought it would be a good time to degrease and that you would be a gentleman enough. I don't a good time to degrease on the radio. Rude. Yes, there is because no one's watching. I thought you'd be gentleman enough well, well, to I'm, let me degrease in peace. Picture. Next time, warn me when you're going to degrease and I'll keep it on the download. I did it. secret. I didn't know I was going to do it. It's not like I had a degreasing schedule, but Listen. apparently- you get distracted. Now I know why it took your book so long to get finished because you're People are constantly <laughs> decreasing. But anyway, I guess my point is I don't pretend to know all of the economics of it, but the reason why America has done well relative to a lot of the world isn't because God likes us more. Oh, God. I would say, ironically enough, that God may be the reason for a lot of people's um, 
intersocietal issues and their differences on yeah, their man. differences of opinion as to who God is in their, you know, their direct relationship to him. Yep, he's a resilient little or guy. Or her. Sure. So, wait, I, I, I mean, Harry, Harry, Harry. childhood America. <laughs> I decreased my face. My last name means very hairy. Pell is hair. Uso is many. Really? Yep. In Sicilian. Sicilian. Paisan. You don't strike me as a hairy lady. What? You don't strike me as a hairy lady. I'm not very. Well, my butthole's a little got a little stuff down there. It gets cold in the winter. It does. Not my butthole, though. Um, Why isn't it more of a thing? I feel like there are lots of women. and I'm not. I feel like it's it's just a bad look for a guy to be criticizing women in terms of beauty and stuff like that. Just do it. What what am I? When's the last time I degreased? Right. But. There are, I encounter women who I judge to have a regimen. They look groomed and they look clean and they've put clothes on that match and seem to be clean and stuff like that. Right. Who, and this is not all time, but I see it sometimes, have like really long like man arm hair. You're okay. Uh, am I okay? I have see. full, uh, I can pull it up. Okay. Well, so, my yeah, sister me, yells me, at me. She wants me, me to wax it and shave it. No, I don't want you to wax it. I just don't understand why you wouldn't like. Like when I trim, I think you're okay. But I kind of see your sister's angle. But you're you're <laughs> you're not you're not like the particular woman I'm thinking about. Rude. It'd be the easiest thing in the world to get a beard trimmer and to just figure out: am I a four? Am I a five? Or whatever? Really? And just go over. Would it? The, another thing for us to do. Really? Yeah. You want us to shave our fucking forearms too? Trim. To trim takes a thing. You know how many things once we they do get, to ourselves? Once they get to the point where they can swirl and become darker clusters, I've got- I just don't understand <laughs> why that would be in a, I, I'm not aware of that being a thing that women do. And there's so many things that women do where I'm like, really? You do that? I never would have even thought about right, that. Right, because this you don't to think me, about it. This to me strikes me as it. more important than like your toes or something. Well, you, we... You, you, I, I think women do toes more for themselves. We do things you don't even think about because we do them so well that it looks natural. Name one. Uh, tweeze our chin hairs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Put, you got draw- almost all of them. I d- <laughs> <laughs> Tw- uh, tweeze our eyebrows, draw on our eyebrows, yeah. put on mascara, put on rouge, cover up 16 chimples, make mm-hmm. sure that our hair looks cute, make sure that we don't smell weird, make sure our shins are shaved if we've got like high-rising jeans on, wax our coochie hair because sometimes it gets caught in the zipper depending on the time of year. We've got to like put on lotion because we're dry. we got to put in Visine drops because our eyes are dry. And we got to put on creams and lotions and exfoliate and rip things off of our bodies. And we got to put things into us and then put them into us and then take them right out. And some things we put into us, we got to let them sit there for a couple hours. Other things we put into us, take them out, put them back in, take them out, put them back in, put them back in, toss it out, and then regret tossing it out and keep it for emotional reasons. It takes us a long time to get ready in the day, and then we look in the mirror, and we've put on four layers of makeup, and we don't even recognize ourselves, but we know this is the way society wants us to walk out into the streets, so we're supposed to feel beautiful. And then when we wake up in the morning with nothing on our face, we're like, oh, okay, well, I guess Gary Busey's in the bathroom right now. I'm fine. I love myself. But yeah, hey, let me trim my fucking forearm hair. Do you have any more coffee cake? Thank no, you. I'm not giving you any more coffee either. Really? I know I don't need any more. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really drink coffee, right? I don't really. You're one of those naturally caffeinated people. Yeah, I am. So what I've started to say for two hours now is that <laughs> I really think, as I said, if if it's an observation that all of us are looking at the same thing, it's very hard for a comedian to... um to say something novel 
because every joke has just been made by right. people on yeah, Twitter yeah, yeah. and shit like that. And so what's left is to be incredibly specific. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even as someone who grew up in northern New Jersey, which I, I didn't actually realize, I went to upstate for a wedding this summer. Where? What town? Poughkeepsie? Nut- Binghamton? Co- Coxsackie. Coxsackie? Coxsackie. I don't even know what I think Coxsackie is a place. Sounds like a place where, you know, girls right hang by... out in high school. What? Socrates? Socrates is right by Woodstock, right? I don't know. These are very, like, in the cut upstate New York towns. I, Woodstock is not. I know Woodstock. Right. Durr. I think, I think Socrates is right next to it. Socrates sounds real fancy. Can you imagine it's just a bunch of dumb people there? There's not one forward thinker. <laughs> No, Socrates was kind of, it seemed like the, the bleed over from Woodstock was, was pretty strong. Socrates, New York. It's okay. definitely like green bean coffee that'll mm. make you smarter. And Socrates. S, no, it's not Socrates. It's it, Socrates. It's like sausage. S-A-U-G-Socrates. Oh, Socrates. Ulster County, New York. Yeah. 19,000 people! It's cute, though. So cute! Cute downtown brick stuff and all Whoa, that. Whoa, really cute. It's near New Paltz. Rhinebeck, New York is beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's right by Rhinebeck, New, New, pa- New Paltz. I've heard that. Poughkeepsie, it is near Poughkeepsie. Very Socrates. It's near Coxsackie? Sounds like how a drunk dad says Socrates. Yeah, I'm not going to listen to whatever Socrates says. It's a very slurry It's name. a very slurry name. Upstate in, in New Jersey have a lot of uh, Native American names as well. It's funny yes, people very, just, very Native just, American. And, Iroquois and, settlement. And nobody there. ever thinks about the fact that when you say, "Oh, I'm from Weehawken," that like, well, where the hell did? Yeah, that's a ch- so, that was a tribe. Wasn't so who's it? supposed to live here? Yeah, <laughs> uh, and, you guys moved all the people who were supposed to live here and out. Where, and where did they go? Did you Casinos, know that there's, there's they're making still, money? Um, there's still Native Americans in Los Angeles, like living somewhat tribally. I went what, to uh, isn't that I like went to do a little volunteering thing with the family, and they mentioned um, that. They're like, oh yeah, I think it's like the San- no, it's not Santa Monica. What's the fucking name? They're in the Malibu, Malibu tribe. Mm, what's the next one up from Tarzana? Whatever it was, Topanga. Is- Maybe it's Topanga. Topanga, Maybe- yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think it Topanga was. And they're like, oh yeah, the Topanga Indians. Indians. I'm like, can you guys yep. see them? And they're like, the guys like the most insulting thing about the way Americans talk <laughs> about Native Americans is, is he's like, like a zoo. Is he's like. He's like, it's just such a shame what we what we did to them, and and if we could, you know, I mean, I would never do that to them. It's just so fucked up how people Bro. used to be, and we could never make up for it. And he's like, they're still here, and it still sucks for them. And the final insult is you're talking about how the, it sucks uh, them, for them in the in the past tense, yeah. as if it is. He's like, <laughs> they're, they're still. He's like, there's like two thousand of them, and I'm like, can we go and visit? And he's like, oh yeah, no, they have like a community. You can still go in. More or less the heart of Los yeah, Angeles, it's Malibu. Topanga. Close enough. Yeah. You can just go. They're here. Yeah. And there's also a lot of native, um, you know, Mexicans that are like, you know, been around for mm-hmm. years and years and when years this was and Mexico. years and years when and, this was and, Mexico. And, and, yeah. And just stick it out long and they, enough and perhaps someday it will be again. Yeah. So hopefully. Mm-hmm. I kind mean, of already is. they're fine. They're, they're doing great. I love Mexican people. I love how there's such a soft border. Like yeah, it's very where where does Mexico end and where does L.A. begin? It is such it's that's one of the cool things about this town, man, and and they have a very close resemblance to a lot of Native Americans too. I would well, love to just duh. hear some I mean, stories. What do you think Mexicans are, dude. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, they're Native Americans mixed with the the Spanish. Me- yeah, it's right. it's a it's just an interesting 
scenario. So my point in summary is that I think you should do jokes about upstate New York because I grew up right next to it, like 20 minutes away, and I don't know all that much about it. And that's Socrates! A angle for you and Sam Tripoli. Why don't you leave the stand-up to me, Tully? And I'll leave the parenting to you. Well, catch. Catch Jesse me. Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> 